the Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network. Bill O'Reilly. This has not been a pleasant week to be in the White House. I kind of feel bad for uh, Donald Trump. His advisors all around him, the ones that he has trusted, are are leaving. Um, and now the the long knives are out for uh, Kushner, and he's kind of he's kind of left there in a in a tough spot this week. Beck, I think number one, you should be uh, Secretary of Commerce. I definitely <laughs> think you should get that job. Okay, good, <laughs> thank two, you. I'm about six blocks away from Mar-a-Lago right now. All right, sitting here in South Florida, beautiful weather, uh, looking at lots of boats on the intercoastal waterway, all made of steel and fiberglass. Um, But I got to tell you and your audience that I don't know what I'm talking about when it comes to tariffs or, or any of that business stuff. You're much smarter than I am in that area. Perhaps the only area that is okay. <laughs> um, as far as Jared Kushner is concerned, um, I don't know him. I met him one time in a dank uh, New York City uh, bar after the Saturday Night Live show that Trump did. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think Jared Kushner is going to affect the governor uh, the U.S. government one way or the other, whether he's there or he's not there. Um, it, but, you know, look, Trump is a is a a gambler kind of guy. He's rolling the dice that that his uh, bellicose style is going to back people down overseas, and then he'll quickly make deals that are great for America. You know, blah blah blah. That's what this is all about. So you don't think that he'll actually do this? He's so spooking the stock market. No. You. He, he, <clears throat> no, I don't think he. He very rarely carries through on these kind of extreme. Uh, actions, he puts them out, and then people get nervous, particularly in China, um, and then they come to some kind of accommodation. So if I had to predict, but again, I don't know anything, um, I would say that would probably be the case this time. So President Xi was, uh, in China, was made, uh, I, I guess, emperor. I mean, I don't know what you call it now, totalitarian ruler um, yes. for for life. Uh, and I mean, here's a guy who's literally this week banned the letter N from the alphabet. Um, mm-hmm. uh, it doesn't, I mean, he doesn't sound like, a uh, you know, a, a guy who's going to take kindly, uh, to a trade war. They're already starting to, uh, you know, to rattle the trade war sabers all around the world. Um, do you know of a time in history when this has paid off? Because Donald Trump tweeted this morning, it's easy to win a trade war. And I can't find one yeah, where we've won. No, I don't. But I, I got to tell you that I do know China's got some economic problems. Yes. And, and they're more inclined to try to work things out to give Trump, you know, a uh, at least symbolic victory than they would be if that was a, com- a country that was running on all engines go ahead. They got problems over there in China. That's why this guy had to be made uh, emperor for life or whatever. And that's a joke. Right. I mean, it's it's the military that, that basically tells sure. the Chinese people who's going to run and who isn't going to run. Right. Um, but, you know, again, there's a lot of stuff that happens that we don't know about, we the press don't know about. Um, 
I'm not. I'm, I'm agnostic on this. Okay, so 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 then I, let me I, change I, let me change the subject. Let's go to Russia for a second. Uh, We're going to get to guns because I I can't wait to hear uh, your take okay. on what's happened this week. But I well let me go first to Russia. Um, yeah. uh, Vladimir Putin uh, said yesterday that he's got a new intercontinental ballistic missile. It sounds like scramjet technology, which is mythical technology at least at this point. Um, there is no alloy that can hold up on the heat for that kind of uh, that kind of speed. Um, but he he says they now have it. They've tested it. It works. They're only showing us animation. And then in an interview with Megyn Kelly, he said, we're in a we're in another Cold War. Uh, and it started a while ago. Is this Ronald right. Reagan and Star Wars? Are they bluffing? Do they have it? And what what does it mean either way? I have no idea on any of those questions. Holy cow, what are you doing? I mean, are you just, are you just at the beach this week? What are you doing? I, I, no, I, I'm, you know, again, the physics, spec. You're, you're impressing me, the economic uh, <laughs> grasp you have. I mean, this is like I'm going to uh, a tutorial. <laughs> no, I mean, well, here's what, here's okay, what I all right. Okay, so, so forget, forget about... Forget about well, let the, me, the. Let me answer. Let me. Here's what I know about Russia. I know this for sure. All right. Uh, Vladimir Putin wants to adopt Megyn Kelly. Okay, that's <laughs> number one. The papers have already been filed. He wants her as his, uh, you know, his adoptive daughter. Um, number two, Vladimir Putin would like to kill me because in the interview I did with Donald Trump shortly after he was elected, uh, I scolded Trump for dealing with Putin, who I described as a killer, accurately. So I, if I see anybody with a Russian accent, I'm very nervous <laughs> at this point. Number three, the animation, uh, I, I believe Disney is now going to put that out with the voices <laughs> of Ellen DeGeneres right. and Glenn Beck. And, <laughs> right. And it's, it's going to be called missiles over disney world right and it's going to be really a big hit so so um, is he just is this yeah, are what we he wants to do is is shake the cage he wants to frighten everybody big bad vlad i have a giant missile in my garage <laughs> um and and i'll show it to you maybe but first you got to watch a cartoon <laughs> That is, I don't know. I, I mean, we should we should not talk to you while you're on vacation. I think. <laughs> no, uh, I'm not on vacation. I'm working. Uh, uh, okay, so then, but, but you got look. Whatever Putin does, you have to you have to step back and say the guy is doing. Putin's like Trump. This is what people don't understand. It's all about showbiz. It's all about presentation. It's all about attention getting. Putin and Trump are like. The same person, although, you know, Putin's a killer. I don't think Yeah, yeah I, I was going to say, there's a big difference. Putin's a yeah, killer. I mean, I, all right, but, but they're just showmen. This is P.T. Barnum. Um, so when Putin sits down with Megyn Kelly, you know, I'm going, sure, Putin's going to say anything. Um, okay. right. And he does. So, and he does. So, Bill, let me ask you this. Two things yeah. we talked about. International instability, world, world problems, and financial potential problems uh, as we're seeing with the stock market and things like this there's two theories that go on with donald trump where you have uh, uh, his base level of support at 30 35 percent something like that uh, and 
there's a the idea of are these people super loyal and will stick with him through anything or no is the economy if he loses the economy what happens to his approval rating finished he's at 18 percent so that's why you got to fit you got to figure that that trump knows that the only way he's going to get reelected is if the economy continues to be good okay so he knows it it's a simple equation all right. That's it. So let's 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 take a break and come back because I really I've been waiting to hear what you have to say about uh, Donald Trump's comments in the White House this week, the Democrats and their bill, their their new gun bill that that appears we don't we haven't been able to see it yet, but it appears uh, to just only ban eighty percent of all guns sold. Uh, sure. And I'd I'd like your your thoughts on this and where America is really headed. Let's start with uh, what happened this week uh, with the with the televised White House meeting with both the left and the right. What what happened there, Bill? Again, it's the same thing with Putin. It was a a, a TV show, a reality based show. Trump just says whatever pops into his mind, and then three days later he contradicts himself. But you guys were mocking BillOReilly.com subscriptions, uh, which are 50 bucks a year, the best money you've ever spent. We did an investigation on shootings, mass shootings. And did you know they're down 50% from the 1990s in the USA? It's inc- it really is an incredible yeah. stat. I mean, even as people who right. look at this all the time I mean, are amazed it, by it, that. And, and the school shootings are so rare, so rare. Um, car accidents, uh, killing kids are way, way ahead of mass shootings. Now that's not to diminish what happened in Broward County at all, but this whole gun thing, here's what's going to happen. All right. I'll I'll just tell you what's going to happen so that your audience doesn't have to listen to all the BS. (laughs) uh, You know? Yeah, I know. I I think our audience, I think our audience has stopped listening to the BS on the news channels a while ago, but because if you look at their ratings, particularly for Fox, um, they're in trouble. Yeah. Um, Okay. So 21 is going to be the age to buy a firearm in the United States. Um, That's going to happen. All right. And I think it should. Um, If you look at the insurance uh, for cars between 18 and 21, you pay more. Because you're not fully formed as an adult to 26, if that, if you ever make it. Okay, so, so, so I'll agree That's with you on that. Happen. Hang on just a second. But how do you how do you square? I'm sending an 18 year old to war, but here at home they're not fully developed enough to be able to well, protect themselves. Eight, the 18 year old who volunteers to go to the military is then trained and is doing a job of protection. So if you do have a, a law that 21, certainly military personnel will be exempted from that law and as, as other people will as well there'll be exemptions not everybody but generally speaking it's going to be 21 okay all right the second thing that's going to happen is increase background checks because the technology is there now for a uh, database that shows that um certain people shouldn't have guns people involved in violence and people involved in uh domestic uh, abuse psychiatric situations okay wait right? a minute wait That's a minute let's wait 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 let's let's stop there with psychiatric evaluations what does right. that mean it means that each state and that's going to have to be done state by state not on the federal level each state is going to have a database of people uh that they put on a no-buy list like a no-fly list 
there's a no-fly list now. Uh, certain people around the world cannot buy a ticket on an American airline because mm-hmm. the government deems them to be threats. The states are going to do the same thing. So if you have a, a person who's been taken into custody five times by the local police, uh, maybe not even with a conviction, all right, that person is going to be on a no-buy list at the state level. Now, the person can appeal it, can certainly appeal it. you got to give people the chance to do that. But those increased background checks are going to happen. And okay, the third thing so wait, 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 wait. I can't get past this, okay. Bill. You've, you've said that, I mean, what basically you're saying you're not convicted, and I understand that. Um, you're right. not convicted, but we're going to take your right away anyway. Uh, you're not going to take the right away. You're going to have to appeal the state's determination that you're a threat to public safety. Is that, is that backward, oh, that's, though, that's, with, that's, with, the, with the constitutional right perspective, Bill? And, 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 the, well, and guilty. I, I, assume, and, I assume there'll be challenges to that, but yeah. I think the states are going to say, we have the right to regulate in our boundaries, all right, who has uh, access to dangerous weapons. So is that, now, not, inf- is that not infringement? Well, in D.C., they tried to ban all guns, remember, and yeah. then the courts ruled against them. Mm-hmm. Okay, they so can't do that. So will this include, for instance, all those veterans that came back and many of them, you know, said, yeah, I, I've because they were encouraged, encouraged by the government to say PTSD because you'll get extra benefits um, if they mark no, PTSD. So. I don't, I don't think that would be, in, I mean, if I were the governor of a state, and again, this is a state-by-state thing, all right, I wouldn't, certainly, anybody who goes for therapy is not going to be on the list. It's people who have been taken into custody, all right, who have been interacting with the authorities on a level that the authorities are worried about them, not people who are trying to get help for a certain malady. Um, but I do believe that that's going to happen. Bill, does that mean that I can't give my 20-year-old daughter a gun? Can she carry a gun if Dad gives it to her, or is it only she can't buy it? No, you can still carry it, and you can go hunting and get a hunting license and all of that. Uh, You just can't go into the store and buy it. Okay. Uh, The second thing you said is that we're going to have increased uh, background checks, depending on what that is. I mean, there's 38 states, only 38 states are required to report everything to background checks, which is a real problem. Um, But depending on what that means, that may be okay. And you said the third thing is? You got to have armed security guards in every public school. And again, that's a state thing. Um, and it's easy to do you, because you just put the guards on salary like you have teachers and coaches. And it's a, based on population of the school, how many you have. And that would go a long, long way to providing protection and security to the nation's kids. Why wouldn't, uh, why hasn't any state done this already where they've made a big deal and come you know, out and I, say, I, I don't know. I mean, I mean, I used to teach high school down here in South Florida where I am now. And I got into a few physical scrapes. Uh, with uh, students, gang people who intruded on the campus. And I I wish there had been armed security way back then. So I, I can't answer that question. It just seems logical in this crazy age we live in. 
But I want to tell all your listeners that, you know, the banning of certain guns like the AR-15s, that's not going to happen. Um, Trump would never sign that ever in a million years. So the Democrats, they can put forth their bill that want to ban everything, this, that, and the other. That's never, ever going to happen in this country at this point. Now, if the Democrats take both houses of Congress and uh, the presidency, you know, they try. But I think it would be ruled unconstitutional as well. If you're, if you're a rancher and you're living in Starr County, Texas, or you're living uh, near Bisbee, Arizona, and uh, you know that every night there are scores of people coming through your property and you have no idea who they are. They shouldn't be in this country, and some of them are armed. You're telling me you can't have an AR-15 to protect your family? That's insane. So, I mean, I think the AR-15s have to be licensed. I think you have to go through training to have them. I think the government's going to have to know you have them, but you can't ban them. And and that's exactly, and, and Trump would never ever sign a law saying well the, the problem is is the the bill that they're talking about is now you know anything with a removable magazine well that's that's almost that's every handgun gonna happen. okay but it's not gonna happen right okay i'm just saying so here's yeah, what here's right. what's happened though bill is uh the the left and I'm, I'm talking about the reasonable left i'm not talking about the political left i'm talking about the people who are you know your average democrat yeah. hard-working person in the you know wherever Okay, that is not involved in politics uh, and is reasonable. Those people who don't have any access to guns, they are afraid of guns because they've they've not grown up around them. They've not seen them. They're not trying to gun grab, but they are frightened by them on the other side. The other side is frightened by the gun grabbers. And when people say, we're not coming for your guns, but then you propose a bill that would affect all handguns and uh, about 40% of all rifles, uh, that is coming for the guns. Uh, When you have a a president president say, you know, we'll just, I want to go get the guns and then do process, that's frightening to people who believe in the Second Amendment. Certainly. But again, uh, Trump just says whatever's on his mind and the reality show that he creates. And then three days later, he goes, well, I didn't really mean it. Um, I know a lot about what his capacity is. um, And I know that that's all the Democrats and their seizure of weapons is never going to happen. However, I would carve out in Illinois. I would carve out an exception that you can seize the weapons from all the gangsters who are killing innocent people by the hundreds in the Windy City. Those weapons you can seize, all right? You know, the hypocrisy here is just insane. But you need an eloquent spokesperson. And the NRA, you know, their problem is they're too intransigent. Um, They have to uh, bend a little bit uh, because we are living in an age where there's a lot of insane people running around. I I don't think more than ever before. I have to tell you, Bill, I don't think that the NRA is being unreasonable at all. They, they are, they, no, they don't want, they don't want 21. They don't want the 21 age. They don't don't want them. There isn't any accommodation that I've seen that the NRA wants. They did bump bump stocks. They are fine with and, and, uh, background checks. If they're in line, you can't just say, we want universal background checks. 
wait a minute, what does it mean for the veteran? What does it mean for the guy who has a son or daughter who's depressed on antidepressants or been a deemed a danger? Does mom and dad now, do they, can they have a gun in the house? I mean, you know, there's, there's a, there, there's a lot of questions to be answered on that, but they're willing to look at those things as I think most reasonable people are, as long as it's not one more step that gets us closer to a gun grab. Yes, I, I'm not disagreeing with any of that, but the NRA needs to, to basically put forth, all right, a very, very specific viewpoint and convince yes. people who think they're the devil. We're talking to Bill O'Reilly from, from BillOReilly.com, who is a bit of a Trump whisperer, I would say. I mean, I will say that these conversations help me translate some of the moments from the week from Donald yeah, Trump. You know, they do. Stu, Stu, that that's why I'm really here on the planet to help you <laughs> and to guide you through the maze. Wow, uh, that our society what a, has come. I'm what here. a I mean, what a what a sad existence. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it may not be your goal, but it does happen. I'm like a Franciscan missionary I'm out to the Glenbeck program. Right. I have my sandals on, right? Rock. Right. Um, <laughs> And I want to tell, on that note, I want to tell everybody that this week we've released Killing Jesus in paperback, first time. It's Lent, Easter coming. Um, there is and, no one you won't kill. You know, that, that was the toughest book that we've written out of the seven killing, um, because we did it as a history. And we couldn't rely on the theology. We had to rely on the Roman records and the, uh, and the Jewish records. And it was really a slog, but we did it. That was a massive, massive worldwide bestseller. But first time in paperback, Killing Jesus, and apropos to the time that we're in. Okay. So let, let's uh, switch gears here and, and help us right. understand uh, one more thing. Jeff Sessions. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't understand it. I mean, he's, he's calling him Mr. Magoo, reportedly, <laughs> behind yeah, closed doors. bad nickname. Sessions' nickname should be Rip Van session <laughs> the guy is napping throughout the day no uh, no no so I, look, so, well, here Stu. i want again this is my mission this is why you're I here i want to clarify for Stu. you ready yes, yes i'm ready if you're if you're al capone are you afraid of rip van sessions are you afraid he's coming for you we need a tough guy in that job and you know senator sessions just he's just not cut out for it I, I put him somewhere wow. else. I bring in Rudy Giuliani or something like that. Hold on just a second. No, come on now. Rudy Giuliani. I like Rudy Giuliani. But hey, Rudy Giuliani, listen, if I'm president and he's, the, uh, and he's my attorney general, he'll be in my office and I'll be like, hey, what happened to that gang? And somebody in the room will just <laughs> look at me and go, don't ask that question right now. <laughs> I mean, yeah, is he a tough guy? He's going to get things done for you, but you know, maybe not necessarily the way everybody wants to read about it or hear about it on television. I Jeff Sessions is is uh, hard-nosed, but constitutional. And that's kind of what the fight was about oh, this week. Oh, baloney. He's so political. He's so CYA. Oh, you're crazy. He's but, not a tough guy. If he were a tough guy, he would have gone in against the FBI because it's clear the FBI booted the Hillary Clinton email investigation, and that's going to be proven. 
he would have gone in against them a long time ago. So, so is so why not use the uh, the inspector general? That's well, what the that system says. Yeah, but that re- they already know what that report is. That's why McCabe got booted out of the FBI, the second in command. They already know that. But Rip Van Sessions is trying to play it, you know, like, oh, what should I do? Am I going to get in trouble? He's out of there anyway. Trump doesn't like him. Um, they just have to do it in a way that's not going to, you know, blow the country up uh, because <laughs> once Sessions goes. And remember, Sessions was demonized as being a racist, as being this and being that. Remember all that? Yeah, but he was well, de- when they fire him. CNN is going to canonize them. Oh, oh yes, guy, how you let <laughs> Oh yeah, go? no, you're totally right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right on that. <laughs> right on that. But I mean, when he was when he came into office, he came in uh, from from Trump's obviously you know big time Trump supporter, one of the earliest. In fact, the first senators yeah. to support him, a guy who, to his own words, put his entire career on the line yeah, to and, go against the rest of the Republican. And field. I think was a turning point for Donald Trump. Yeah, I think in a positive way for his campaign. He's yeah, also he didn't put his career on the line because Alabama was going to go for Trump no matter what. So again, come on. But he was an early supporter of Trump. And when he got appointed, I was more than willing to give him a chance and say, okay, you got to go against the sanctuary cities. You got to go in. Look, this mayor of Oakland should be in, in cuffs today. You know what she did? She tipped off all the criminal illegal aliens, all the felons out there. The ICE was coming in to grab them and they all split. I mean, well, why isn't she arrested? I'll give you I'll give you that. (laughs) I'll give you that. I was talking about the internal Washington stuff, but you're right on that. You're right on that. Um, Yeah. Well, okay. so Rip Van Sessions, somebody wake him up and say that woman obstructed federal justice. Arrest her. You think he's got the cojones to do that? Do you? Probably not. Probably not. not. You're right on that one. However, he was but known as a very... Yeah, he was... Right here's but I, I said on this program. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which included twice, I don't know. Um, the, <laughs> well, I, I, I was right on that. <laughs> you were right on that. <laughs> so wait a minute. So what happened to Sessions then? He's always been known as... Uh, you know, a stormtrooper when it comes to illegal aliens. He hates them. That's the big yeah, reason well, he supported Trump. Oakland, and, then I'll, and then you're the stormtrooper. Right? Right. But, so what happened? What changed? The thing I've ever seen. Then what changed? He Because you got to understand there's a difference between rhetoric and action. All right? I mean, all these, oh, I'm going to do this. And then they don't do anything because there's always blowback. You, if you put out an arrest warrant for the mayor of Oakland, all hell's going to break loose. And you are going to be, you know, the, the people on CNN are going to start melting down. Oh, you He's a Nazi. You know, and he doesn't want to take the heat. He doesn't want to take it. Mm. It's clear that Sessions doesn't want to take the heat. So why do we have him then? We need a tough guy attorney general in this country. All right. Bill O'Reilly, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Always good to talk to you. Even when you're in your Franciscan monk uh, sandals, it's still good to talk to you. Uh, Bill, uh, listeners are pointing out that earlier in the program you said the word bellicose but did not identify it as the word of the day. Is that, would you say that that? It is. It is. Okay. Word of the day, bellicose. Bellicose. BillOReilly.com and uh, Killing Jesus. Just another one on his, uh, (laughs) you know, on his, just another notch on his belt. Uh, Killing Jesus is uh, out in paperback. Bill O'Reilly from BillOReilly.com. Thanks a lot. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio.